This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Kathleen L., a nationally recognized inspirational speaker and emotional wellness coach, and the author of two books, a new book, Shattered Together, an Amazon bestseller international, and Women Who Rise. Kathleen, are you there? I am here, John. Thank you Very for good. having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So glad that you could uh, spend some time with me and my audience this, this day. Um, I'm curious. I guess the first thing that I wrote down was more about women who rise. Uh, as you know, being an author myself, um, the it was uh, the 30 stories kind of got me. Each, each one of those was a chapter. I like that a lot. Can you tell me how you came across that? Sure. Um, Kate Butler is the uh, organizer of um, impact, impactful um, authors, and she has done series of, of little stories very similar to, to Chicken Soup for the Soul, which is Jack Canfield. And I am a student of Jack Canfield. I took his Train the Trainer program in 2018 and have and now a certified uh, Canfield Method success coach, basically. And um, so he wrote uh, uh, the Success Principles as well. So what Women Who Rise and the second book, the third book that I'm writing in is called Women Who Empower, which is launching December 16th. Those two books are uh, a part of a series, and they're all about women who have inspiring, transformative, empowering um, stories where they've basically been shattered and now living a fulfilled life and want to be inspiration to others. So that's how I got in con- I got in contact with Kate through a Canfield community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did you um, have uh, I guess a, a session in Philadelphia on train the trainer? Is that where it was? There are some. There's different sessions. I took the year long course. It was a in person intensive training on how the whole methodology on how you coach, how you teach, how you you bring in personal development, you bring in healing um, and um, uh, business uh, platforms. And so it's how you teach and, and perform. So there are some, there's Train the Trainer, there's BTS, which is, I can't remember the, what the acronym stands for, but there's, and One Day to Greatness is what Jack usually teaches. Right. Yeah, Jack's quite a guy. He's uh He's amazing. He is. He's amazing. He's uh I was in a session there in Philadelphia and he was he did the whole afternoon. He was it for four mm. hours and and you and I rode down the elevator with him and he, he acted like he was ready to go somewhere and have a good time. Yeah. He's a uh, interesting guy. He's full of knowledge and truly one of the he's one of very few transformational leaders that I have worked with that 
is uh, walks the talk. You know, he actually is very much into being of service. And that's really where I am as well now. Well, it's certainly uh, he's a he's a good, very, very good mentor. Uh, Jack is. Yes. yes, indeed. Now, I was looking at um, the uh, one of the web pages, and it would began with your purpose. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at the various items listed under purpose. Uh, REM, regenerative images in memory healing. Yes. Can you help me a little bit with that one? Yes. So REM is a healing modality where we are programmed in our body from the ages from zero to eight on how we're going to respond to the rest of our life from the experiences that we had at, at that time. Now, there's trauma that occurs throughout our lifetime, um, including like my experience with um, my son's suicide. And that creates stories in our body where it creates limiting beliefs, it creates blocks, it, um, and it creates the trauma in your soul. So things get stuck in our body and we start to respond to life like that. As, as early as a young child, my birth father shot at us when we were, I was three or four years old. Um, he was an abusive alcoholic. Um, and so there was quite a bit of trauma in my early childhood. And so I created this pattern and repetitive pattern in my life where I chose people who couldn't love me because they didn't love themselves. I chose people who um, didn't necessarily treat me well. And, and so there's a pattern that we create. So regenerating images and memory is a healing modality where I'm now a master in that helps, helps you go into your body and go to the original, what well, I'm going to just say sin in quotes here, go to the original sin of the pattern and create a new awareness, create a new memory to where it no longer keeps you chained to this limited story that you created as a very young child. It gives you new information. So it's a, it's a way to go into your system to identify what's blocking you so where you can change your patterns and actually become more successful, more present, living in the moment. Is that helpful? Sure. Um, yeah. Do you think that it's kind of like engaging your soul? Um, it definitely is because, you know, again, there's also ways with RIM where there are some people who believe or don't believe, but we carry patterns from our lineage. So, you know, it's proven that our DNA is actually in our grandparents' DNA. So any experience that our parents or our grandparents have gone through, we are also carrying that within our body. There's mm -hmm. also, you know, energetic proof. There's studies. There's... Um, uh, so that, that shows that in past lives, you actually even bring forward your past life experiences if you, in fact, haven't healed through those experiences. So you have patterns that you've already created within your soul. So your soul becomes healed. So our, so it's also, you know, I'm going to go a little further. So all of our trauma, all of our experiences will be in our grandchildren's body. And they will respond to life 
partly based on our responses. So the mm-hmm. more that we can heal within our life, the more that we are able to break cycles within uh, generational cycles, break patterns, break limiting beliefs, so where our children and our grandchildren can live a more successful, happier life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. I know in, in, in my book, Embracing the Abyss, uh, mm-hmm. I viewed the, the, the abyss as a portal to your soul. Mm. And it would it actually first known I think came from uh, uh, the um, uh, German philosopher uh, Nietzsche, and uh, yeah. something like uh, when the when when you look into an abyss, the abyss looks back into you. Yeah, and it's, well, and it's that, it, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. It's interesting because I'm actually heading to Costa Rica tomorrow to uh, participate in my third trip to um, uh, shamanic practices, indigenous practices of um, ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. And so it's very much of living in the abyss and going back into your soul and healing your soul's um, patterns, your soul's wounds, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And so where you can live the purpose-filled life that you're meant to live on mm-hmm. in this earth. Yeah. Habla Espanol? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I want to, but I don't. <laughs> I've, I've made multiple trips, just used to. I don't go anymore, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I, and we'd take the kids, and it was when when things were pretty tame down there. Mm-hmm. Um and in that in that process, it was um, uh, a lot of fun, and uh, and I was I could I could my hearing is not that good, so it was mm-hmm. difficult for me. I was always saying, "Huh, huh." <laughs> I'm doing that every day. We every day we watch TV, so you know. Right. Uh, but it was a <laughs> interesting thing. I, I like that. Now I've also I've also in, I've been in some shamanic healings. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least shamanic uh, sessions. Journeying. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not over, uh, other than including, I should say, uh, a business that we were running as, as a family business in Breckenridge, Colorado. And also the, um, uh, one of the craziest things during that shamanic session was the, um, the the fire alarm went on. No, it was it was yeah no it didn't. Um, it was smoke. It was smoke from the um, shamanic guy, mm-hmm. and I thought, boy, in just a minute that fire alarm is going to go off, and there's going to be, you know, eighty people want to vacate the building, mm-hmm. and it was so much smoke in there we had to open up the door, mm-hmm. and. And it never, fire alarm never went off. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fascinating how the energy works with the, yeah, uh, yeah. with the shaman. Yeah. yeah. Now there's one I didn't, uh, didn't know, know much about, which is called Love Light Illuminations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Love Light Illuminations is, a, again, another healing modality that is, well, it doesn't follow the, the, um, the chakras that there's 12 portals basically that that 
that they follow. And it's a modality that was channeled from um, Mother Mary down through the uh, this woman that I learned from, uh, Cheryl Banfield. And um, it was the first thing that I, the first energy modality uh, that I got involved in after my son's suicide. And because I, the reason I got involved in all this energy healing and the belief in it is because, you know, in 2010, when my son took his life, I was shattered. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to move forward. I was crushed. I just, I, I, I needed something more than what I had. And so Cheryl came to me and we were working together. And as I started working with her, I, was, I, I just realized that just our body is, we're all energy. And while, you know, the physical being of our body is no longer here when you transition, the energy is still here. And I was able to just feel the energy vibrating from my hands and the messages flowing through through my the crown of my head. And it just gave me the awareness like, wow, if I can do this, then others can as well. And how can I become better at knowing the energy around me, feeling it, trusting it, and and expressing it so where I can help others. And so the love, light, and illumination is very similar to other energy modalities. Um, it just uses a different system. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see that you have uh, uh, studied with uh, Doreen Vercher. Yeah, yeah. I did a, a tarot card um, uh, what do you call it? certification program adoring virtue and um, Radley Valentine mm-hmm. and then I became I did more work actually more one-on-one work with um, Colette Baron Reed which is an oracle card you know, um, producer and also a medium and amazing intuitive coach um, just really fascinating people i have her uh healing with angels uh oracle cards in my hand right now oh no kidding yeah no kidding yeah yeah, yeah. Right. do you do you draw cards daily john uh you know it probably once a week i have some other oracle cards that that i draw a little more often mm-hmm. um which which cards do you draw uh, I mean, like, which gosh. deck do you like? Well, I have to run upstairs and uh, <laughs> get the name off. Okay. Of it. <laughs> Alana Fairchild, Alana Fairchild, and Colette Baron Reed are the two that I love the most. Uh-huh. And then I just purchased uh, Kyle Gray's deck as well, um, Angel deck. So he's his is nice as well. Well, it's all fascinating, um, but it all works. It does. Uh huh. And it does um, all work. Now, did you mention something about the body code? The emotion code. Um, okay. I worked with a coach who was um, who was a facilitator. I'm going to call like I'm a facilitator for a rim, but um, the emotion code, body code, um, is. I, I did some work with her, actually, with three different people, honestly, and then Darren. Weissman, I think it's the emotion code for him. Um, he was part of a, uh, a group that I was in with Colette Baron-Reed. 
So I worked a little with him as well. Well, you're lucky to be able to, you know, mix in with those uh, kinds of people. It's uh, it all comes out, in my opinion, it all comes out good. Yeah, John, it, it, you know, what's beautiful about all of it and what I teach people is that what's working, explore different things. Be willing to just try different things and what speaks to you, you you'll know. Right. And and once it speaks to you, just just delve into it. Just keep going with it and mm-hmm. learn more about it and and use that because I can't remember which person told me this, but I do believe it to be true. It's like it's a sin for us to learn and not share that information with others, almost, because what's given to us is meant to be shared. I agree. And Completely. So, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I took special interest in utilizing the four clairs mm. to provide those messages. And we've got clairvoyant, claircognizance, clairsentient, and clairaudient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My primary way of channeling is like a knowing and a sensing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my primary. It's just like it just flows through my mouth. And lots of times people will be like, oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Can you say that again? I'm like, no, I can't. It just came through. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I don't, sure. even re- I don't even know what I just said. Sure. So lots of times it just flows through for me. Other mm-hmm. times when I just close my eyes and allow it to flow in, then I'll get a word or I'll hear, you know, I'll hear something. Mm-hmm. Or so it usually either comes flows through me just naturally. The second way that is, is uh, regular is I feel it within my body, mm-hmm. um, what my clients are feeling. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll be like, okay, so my upper right shoulder blade between my neck and my shoulder, there's tension there, it's tightness, um, and then I get words and visions of of when when the original, you know, like what what that's stemming from. So what emotion is from there? What event occurred within their body? So then I channel the energy. Um, from the divine and my guides to help remove and, and um, dissolve. Mm-hmm. However, I'm guided to dissolve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, uh, usually my first uh, indication, it comes from or through my intuition. Yeah. And uh, I, I used to, for the <laughs> For the life of me, I used to think about all these great thoughts I was having. And then one day I thought, you know, that's not my thought. <laughs> that's somebody else's thought. <laughs> can I so, can I give you a story on that? Because sure. it is so true. So I served <laughs> as a legislator for eight years in Vermont. And I was a, worked for the governor for seven years and as a lobbyist for nine. You know, so I was in government. So I sat on a committee of judiciary when civil unions were being passed or was being debated in 2000 um, in Vermont. And so I sat on the committee that wrote the, the legislation. And um, we were trying to figure out a name to name this law 
because we knew it was really temporary. It was a step to marriage, but we needed to name it. And I just blurted out, why not civil union? It's a civil matter and it's a union between two people. So why not civil union? And today I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, that wasn't yours. <laughs> that was totally <laughs> given to you. Like that was, sure. I mean, that happens regularly. It's just like, oh, why not this? And it's just, yeah. Like you said, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, um, I noticed that you're a co-host of a podcast. I am. It's called Beyond, Beyond Your, Your Blessed Plan. Yeah. Beyond Your Best Plan. There's five of us women who met at a women's retreat. Um, and uh, we just hit it off instantly. And we started this podcast that's really, there's different, we've come up with different um, uh, episodes based on our life experiences. And and we share our stories and then we share some tools and techniques and things that we've used to help us through it. It's a great little conversational podcast um, and it's fun and it's, and it's helpful. You know, it's a self-help kind of thing. Well, I would think that it would be. Uh, I know that when we were talking yesterday on the phone, and you began asking about the audiences and dem demographics and so forth. I figured you had something to do with a podcast somewhere, somehow. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, While defending myself, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, part of the, the questioning is really about, you know, I've gone on several podcasts and I'd like to be able to appeal to the audience that's listening. So with my background, it's fairly diverse. And, you know, like you said, I have books out. I'm a coach. I'm a healer. And uh, I've owned and operated businesses. I've been in politi politics. So what direction do we go in with suicide, with COVID? Like what, what, are we, what are we going to be talking about? I guess it's really part of it. So I've learned to ask some of those questions up front. <laughs> Are you, are you doing much uh, virtual speaking? Are you having any gigs uh, about that? Uh, I talk to speakers and they all say, no, not really. Yeah, no, I haven't had many as of yet. And I will be honest, that's not where I focus uh, lately. You know, I've been focusing uh, my Shattered Together. It's not my book, it's the universe's book um, mm -hmm. because a lot of it's channeled. But Shattered Together was launched on October 6th. So I have been really focusing on getting that book out, especially right now, because it's all about moving through sudden loss. And we're in the middle of our rampant sudden loss for many people. You know, as of late, there's 280,000 deaths from COVID this year. And I read a study from uh, a 2019 study out of Kentucky, uh, the University of Kentucky, and every suicide, every one suicide, it affects directly 15 to 35 people. So if you think of suicide comparable to COVID, because it's sudden and unexpected, so that's why I compared the two. Mm -hmm. And you're talking 4.2 to 9.8 million people right now, this year, are going through a holiday without their loved one. So how do they make, how do they, how do they move through the holidays in this extreme sudden loss? 
Well, it's all very sad. Um, mm -hmm. And interesting, though, how people can look at this and say, I'm not wearing a mask. Mask isn't going to help mm -hmm. me. And and uh, as far as I, the way I look at it, I'm not taking any chances. You know? Yeah. I've, I've rolled the, the dice I, too many times. Right. The way I look at it, it's about, it, this isn't about me. This is about helping other people stay safe and, and comfortable. So I will, I will wear a mask because it is important that what mask is protecting others from you. <laughs> you know, it's not yes. protecting me right. from them. It's protecting others from me. <laughs> so right. That's right. I think it's, it's about respect and honoring our fellow humankind and, mm -hmm. and wearing a mask when, when it's asked for. Right, right. Kathleen, would you take uh, just a minute or so and, and uh, describe how you can be found on the internet and things that we'd be looking for? Sure. So I'm on all social media outlets, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Twitter. So Twitter is my handle that at Kathleen L, um, just spelled out C-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E -E. And all the other handles are Kathleen L. Inspires. So it's my name, Inspires. And my website is KathleenL.com. So it makes it fairly easy to connect with me. I have virtual healing circles. I have a program coming up, in, a virtual program on moving through some unexpected loss in January. Um, and um, there's a private Facebook group, if people are interested, called From Grief to Belief, Stepping Stones. Um, for those who are interested in daily guidance and inspiration and how to move through sudden unexpected loss, how do you get through the holidays? Um, so all the handles, and then, of course, my books are on Amazon or on my uh, website at KathleenL.com. Well, I want to thank you again for uh, visiting with us and being on the show today. It's, well, thank uh, you so much for having me, John. I appreciate it. Well, it's, uh, you know, was a good session. I'm glad we got together. And mm -hmm. I want to thank my listeners for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. And my adios, of course, is so long and happy trails to all. <laughs>